uh, our guest speaker. Uh, and Don McCurdy is, uh, like I said, someone that uh, has been in the business for a very long time. Uh, my personal experience is when I started in real estate back in the late 90s, uh, I was at Cobble Banker for a, a brief uh, time period. Uh, then I switched over to Remax, and that's where I really wanted to escalate, start building a team, start growing. And uh, that's where I met Don McCurdy. I actually met Don because uh, if you guys remember back in the day, there was this magazine called Harmon Holmes Magazine, the Harmon Holmes Magazine. And uh, it was a magazine which just had a bunch of pictures in there of houses. Uh, there wasn't a lot of internet going on back then, but that's where a lot of buyers went. They'd go to Market 32 or Price Shopper or all these different places and get these magazines. And that's how they would pick out their homes, right? We didn't have the uh, Zillow back then. We didn't have certain online uh, platforms that, that we have today. Um, and when I went in there and I went to go see my article, I was all excited to get it. And when I opened it, I was in the middle section and side by side in that middle section was Don and it was me and we had the same ad. And I said, what the heck's going on? She's got the same ad I have, just, you know, different houses. Uh, and it ironically happened to be that Dawn was, uh, she has subscribed to a, a coach that I had subscribed to as well, talking about direct response marketing. And um, so, you know, I called her, we talked and uh, we, you know, both agreed that's kind of silly to run the same ads, uh, but we built a friendship from there. And she was a great mentor to me coming uh, early on in the business. Primarily I was working with buyers and uh, didn't even know how to do a listing at that point or listing paperwork. And uh, I remember Don helping me with my first uh, listing uh, coming out of the gate. So uh, I owe a lot to Don. She also introduced me to uh, Brian Maffini, uh, who then turned and helped me with a lot of my repeat and furrow business. Uh, so the list goes on and on, but we've been great friends ever, ever since and been able to build both of our businesses side by side. Uh, we train uh, together a lot. We had trained with our agents a lot. Uh, and it's been a, a great business relationship for sure and personal relationship as well. So. Uh, with that being said, uh, want, uh, Don, if you have your mic on, you can put your video on, that'd be great. Hello. There she is, Don McCurdy. Hello. You did forget, one, uh, Willie, I love your memory. Um, the, the most important thing I taught you that day. What was it? How to arrive at your average sales price. Would you like, oh, you're share, right. Would you like to share what that was? You had to bring that up, right? The average <laughs> sales price. So yeah, so we sat down and she said, well, let me help you get going here and set some goals. And she goes, first, we got to start with your average sales price. So she ran a couple of my listings and I want to say it was, don't tell me it was 25,000. What was it, like 50,000? It was, was 57,000. 57,000. So average sales price is 57,000. Come a long way since then. Um, but uh, it really broke it down to the math, right? And how many listings and how many buyers did you have to work with? Uh, to hit your certain goal, right? We were doing that even back then. But a lot of things, Don, and we talked about this earlier, that uh, a lot of things that were old are new again, right? And we're all going back to the basics. And the, the great part about it is that the basics still work. And uh, that's what we wanted to talk about today because I think repeat and referral business has always been our best business, uh, you know, in any business, really. I mean, if you think about accountants, you think about attorneys, you think about uh, dentists, I mean, any any profession that's out there, their best business is their repeat and referral business. And you've done a great job with it uh, over the years. So I'm excited to uh, really tackle and, and go over a couple. I think you said you had like 10 different bullet points that you wanted to share specifically on what agents and what you've done, but also what agents looking to get into the referral business or doing more of that should really be focused on. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having so, me. Yeah, so why don't we? Why don't you give us a little background? I know I said 38. You started when you were 10, but um, let's go over a little bit as to what, uh, how you started in real estate and what your background was to get going in this great business. Sure, um, I'm from Albany. I was born and raised in the Capital Region, primarily in uh, Albany. I lived till I was 18 uh, years old, and then I moved to East Greenbush. Um, so. Um, Basically, I got into real estate. I had graduated as a paralegal and I fell in love with the, it piqued my interest in uh, real estate. So I like the, I like the uh, real estate law and I like the business perspective of it. So I got a phone book out 
And I lived in East Greenbush. So I called uh, 40 real estate companies um, and one had me come in their office. And that was my interview. That was your first broker. Gave you a shot, right? Gave me a no. shot. <clears throat> so, you know, back then, uh, talking about real estate back then, I mean, I think that it had its own struggles, right? Uh, even back in the day then. Uh, we had no internet. I remember uh, agents would tell me, I never had to do this, but I remember agents telling me that you wanted to show a house, you had to go to to the listing office to get the key and borrow the key and then bring it back when you were done. I mean, uh, MLS was a big, thick book that printed out every month and that's how you got your listings. I mean, it was a totally different market. So, but what were some of your, you know, other than those struggles, what were some of your early struggles uh, going into the business as far as, being so young, right, and, and trying to grow this business and start this business in real estate, what were some of your struggles back then? Um, and I thought about that, you know, sharing, you know, your personal life, but um, I see it so often with people now that my, my personal biggest struggle was uh, overcoming scarcity. Um, I was uh, 18 years old. I lived on my own, um, which meant to me in real estate that, you know, since that pays so much of a salary, um, that I had to work other jobs. So it was, I was a realtor by day and a waitress by night. And, you know, some people would look at that as like, oh, poor me. I never looked at it that way. The one thing I always had was the mindset and, I, and no one could outwork me. And I think we listen to a couple coaches that say that now. So no matter where you come from, you know, I didn't know much from a people perspective either, but my resilience and how I looked at challenges as learning experience, as learning experiences, I always focused on positive thinking and not to fear rejection. So that was hard as an 18 year old person, I would say, and not really, you know, my, my first thing, I mean, you talk about your house stories when you drive by your house in Schenectady, right? My, my choices were that year, to have a bed or a couch. So I bought a couch bed that I could pay for from a standard for tap furniture at that point, wherever it was. Mm -hmm. So I didn't let that get me down. And I just, every time there was a challenge, I just moved forward. And that's really how I serve my life. No matter what comes in front of me, I look at my saying, my agents will tell you is what's the solution side and keeping positive. Yeah, and I think that, you know, work ethic so important, right? And I think a lot of agents, you know, they're always looking for that magic pill. And and I think now in society, things are such a, a microwave approach to everything. They just want things instantly done. And, you know, they get their license and they think their phone's just going to start ringing, right? They get business cards and they're all happy. And, you know, that wears off pretty quick. Um, it's really the work ethic uh, that a lot of people are lacking. And I know that's something that you and I have talked about a lot of stories of you getting into the business, it wasn't easy for you coming in uh, on a lot of levels, um, but especially being so young and not having that big database and you really started from scratch. So, um, you know, kind of forwarding into the future here and, and now, you know, 38 years in the business, I know a lot of your business comes from that repeat and referral business. And mm -hmm. I thought maybe we can go through some different, somebody, you said you had 10 different uh, points that you wanted to go over. Maybe we could start off with some of those and start sharing some of the wisdom and, and ideas so that other people that are listening to this podcast could actually uh, be able to benefit from and be able to apply and, and execute into their own business. Absolutely. Um, and one of the other things I want to say on that, Willie, is uh, many um, of my agents, depending whether it doesn't even matter if they're young, the first thing they say is, I don't have any COI. You know, and I truly did not have a COI and any of my COI that I had certainly didn't want trust me or that I didn't know anything. So you can come at this uh, from a place of looking at that or let me get out and meet people. So those other jobs, you know, it's all about your relationships and it's still today you say what's what's old and what's new. It, it's always about the relationships. And I made a lot of relationships. What I'm going to share with you today are things that weren't available or I didn't know back then that if you do those things, plus with technology and so forth that we have that I'm going to share, it can really accelerate anyone's business. Um, the first thing I talk about is client uh, satisfaction. So 
um, exceeding customer expectations. Um, that is one of the, that's my number one, because some people, they say, oh, you're satisfied. You never want to be just satisfied. We're paid a lot of money and you should really exceed them. So what does that mean? Um, one of the tips, I always wanted to give a tip for one of my tips. Um, we send out, I think you send out after sales surveys, right? So the sales done. That's really too late to know if you've exceeded their expectations or met their expectations. So one tip, you know, I share with my agents is measure it through the transaction every step along the way. So meaning you're on a buyer consultation and you may say, you know, after that presentation, you know, Willie, I know we covered a lot of material here, but on a scale of one to 10, one being low and, you know, 10 being high, how do you feel with our relationship so far, my, uh, our way of being able to uh, work together? And, and yeah. then they share that with you. And, you know, and then, and then, oh, okay, a six, what could I have done really, you know, so far to have made that a level above? And don't be afraid to ask those questions. So that was one thing. And then your uh, after sales survey, I definitely, that's a means of being able to um, get, you know, you're, if you're giving excellent service. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, especially during the transaction, I think is so important because a lot of times people won't tell you. And then it just festers, right? And just gets them even more ticked off as they're going through the transaction. And that's one sure way not to get repeat referral business is to end the closing on a bad note or find out at the end when it's too late and you can't fix well, it. Well, when it's too late and now we didn't have social media then, now they post right. it. But was, what was really, I'm a very um, emotional, uh, you know, so which is also a tip not to be emotional. But anyway, I am. So the, one of the things I did early on is, um, and I always think I'm, we always think we're doing a good job. We always hope we're doing a good job and think we are. Well, I really thought I did a great job. So I had a client in this piece, just a quick story in this, um, and he was relocating and uh, his wife was not um, on any of the communications. And I asked him, I said, you know, geez, Joe, do you want um, your, you know, so-and-so to be included in our calls or our conversations? He's like, no, I'm just, I'm just handling any, everything. And then at my after survey, um, she said that she was very disappointed because she was not kept in um, or felt a part of the deal. So from that point on, you know, I changed how I, I did things and, uh, you know, unless somebody wants somebody eliminated, but I didn't know that, you know, and um, anyway. So the second thing I have is staying connected. That's another thing in this business now with social media and everything just changing. It's a a next, next, next. I sold you, now who's next? Now I sold you up next. And that's more of a transactional business. The way I haven't built my business that way. And, and that's okay too. Any system you have works, but I wanted to get my business based on my future business, based on the relationships with the numbers of, if I do a good job for you, Willie, you know 250 people. I want to know those 250 people that's I don't want to keep calling out of the phone book or you know look knocking on doors which, which I did all of that but the better way which I didn't know because there was no computer um, was staying connected and now that makes it so easy so sometimes you may get your first contact through a social media right well if you don't have a COI you're going to be going out and getting people but then um, staying in touch with them. And some of the things that we use are things that have been on our calls. You know, my biggest thing is personal notes, newsletters, and now, you know, emails, holiday greetings. They get something from me every single month. In the last two days, I got five listing calls. And these are people, um, I track them because of the CRM, and I can see my last communication. Three of them, the last communication, was last year's Christmas magnet. So these things do work, but that's my number two set of, you know, use these little things that we, that I mentioned and have a system of staying connected with them. Yeah. So communication's big and, and um, you've done a great job. I, I get your emails pretty much 
on a weekly or every other week, I get your emails that come through uh, and read them. And a lot of them has, you know, great information, great value, but it's the connection, right? And that's what we want to really put, put in everyone's mind right now is that if you are going to just close them on a deal and then never talk to them again, then you become irrelevant and you become that secret agent again to them. So stay in top of mind with them. I really think the relationship starts at the time of closing, even more so than ever, uh, where you really have to even earn your business even more moving forward. So yeah, newsletters, like you just mentioned, I was going to say examples, newsletters work for you. Um, the emails that you send out to them, flyers and calendars, right? We send out calendars every year. Uh, that came from you. That was an idea that I picked up from you many years ago and I still send them. And it's funny that uh, if I don't send them or it gets to be closer to December uh, or just January, we haven't sent them out yet. We get people actually start calling us, leaving us messages. And, and you know, I, we have uh, on the back of those calendars, right, Don, they have a little slip on there. If you want your next years, I think we had like six of them that just came in the last couple of weeks. People like them and they put them on our calendar and you're in their face every day. And I can't they tell love, you how many. They do. Right? They love them. Everybody sends those in. And and I yeah. was showing them to Meg. She goes, what is this? I go, they're sending in a, re a request for that. And I'm like, yeah, that's, they want it. And for 35 cents, you were on the refrigerator all year. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. And I've had people say, you know, I see you every day. And I'm like, oh, I don't know where you see me walking. You see me where? Where do you see me every day? And um, they joke and they say, you're on my refrigerator, right? So. Uh, staying top of mind with them is so, so important. So number two, you said uh, that communication is so, so important. What's yeah, number three? There's, well, the, two, the last things on, on communication, try to make what I did learn too, um, you know, we're branding, it's McCurdy, it's Miranda, it's whatever. People really want personalized. So if you can make it more about them. So this year, my personalized gifts, I, I uh, went through Client Giant huge huge hit i picked out my top 25 uh people and they get a quarterly gift from me huge response from that and those gifts are personalized to them and then on a state connected level on a professional uh, level i'm sure most of the agents on here but i'll mention it i'm surprised that those that don't know about it is a homebot for $25 a month, you can have 500 people receiving a market analysis because they want you to know, oh yeah, Dawn was nice or Willie was nice, but man, she knows her business. She keeps she keeps me on top of my equity in my home every single month. So you get that personal plus professional. Um, and that was my number three, fostering personal uh, connections. And it's really developing um, an understanding for your people. So I use that uh, form, the Ford, um, and it's not found on Road Dead. I know that's one, but uh, family, occupation, recreation, and their dreams. A huge disconnect, just to give you an idea, I literally talk about 13 hours a day. That's why my voice is like this. I've wished so many people uh, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays, but <clears throat> I don't see anyone calling anyone. They text, they email. So we're gonna talk about one of the tips is technology. Text, technology without the personal relationship. And it's so easy now. So my tips on that were, were um, time. So even if you have no money, you can give someone time. And that may, that's the biggest gift that you can give them. And it makes them feel so important. If you're spending your time with them, if you've ever had anybody say to me, oh, I'm calling you, but I don't want to interrupt you because I know you're really busy. If you've heard that at all, that means they're not feeling like you have time for them. Right. And if you don't have time for them, you probably don't have time for their referrals. And that's the connection right. they're doing there. Um, and how do you remember all these things? If you don't have a CRM, which you're going to talk about, any of these conversations, capture them in your CRM and then send them that personal note. And if you can talk about whatever they just shared with you and what in their Ford, what they shared with you on their family, their occupation, their recreation, you know, you know, this time of year it's it's great. People are taking winter rain. Put it put it down there, put it in there, and hope you have a great time in you know Vegas. Um, so that's that. Being personal, being truly involved in their interest. Um, the fourth thing I have is networking. 
Um, that is really, really important. Um, I found I really didn't do that when I was younger. The only thing I did was, which was good, I went to every single event I could do, like your events, Willie, those are amazing. There were not any in the capital region. So I had to save a piece of my commission and go someplace and or with every commission check, I bought a self-development piece uh, that I could learn these things from. So you can engage now, there's BNI, uh, there's lo local chamber groups that are free. Um, Facebook is a free thing. You could get on groups of, of interest and you can be, you know, they'll see you're from real estate. You don't have to come in that way. Like one of my agents is in a billiard club and they get all their business from that. That's all, that's all they need. So those are some networking groups. And then uh, any of the industry ones, the, the realtor um, G-Car puts on tons of things. Just, you can go to something every day. I'm not endorsing that, but I am saying in your new year, pick your plan and pick one or two places. And one of them I would say would be a regular networking group with another team of professionals because that develops your team, attorneys, accountants, which can all be centers of referrals. So I don't want to add to that because, uh, you know, we, we, you introduced me to that same thing with networking. And I remember us going out and I remember, I think it was with Mike Keefrider actually, we were somewhere and it was at an event and I thought we were just going to all hang out. And, and I remember, remember Mike's is like, I already know you guys. Get away from me i'm gonna go meet five people and you're like yeah i already i'm going too and i'm just there by myself and i'm like what the heck was going on here but i think that uh it goes to say that when you're out there networking just, just don't just go and hang out with people that you know right um you already know those people you went there to network to meet people and we walked away i remember network events that you and i would go to uh we make a goal to have five business cards remember at the end of the night so until you get five don't come back, right? Don't come back to this table. We'll meet here after getting five. And then we would just go out and meet different people and get five business cards and come back. And then it was the follow-up after that, right? When you get back home, you know, instead of just sticking to that with a bunch of other cards and, and putting it in your top drawer uh, to actually go through that eight by eight plan that um, Gary Keller put together, where we were sending them a personal note and following up with them and then asking them to meet for lunch or asking them to meet for a coffee or know a little bit more about their business. Uh, that's where it really took off for me with networking because I would go to a lot of networking events and it'd be boring, right? You eat the food, you eat whatever, you leave, but you didn't really meet anyone. And it was a waste of time and it was time away from our kids because I remember our kids were young back in the day when we were first networking. And, you know, you get home seven, eight o'clock at night and didn't meet one person. So uh, I think networking is something that if you're going to do it, only do it if you have a goal in mind of walking away with, you know, five people in hand. That you're going to be following up with after the fact well one of the things you could see it in my back screen i have the gear at a glance in 24. um so it's very wise that you choose what works for you so when the kids were really young i, I couldn't go to the morning things so i so there are things that are morning afternoon and night there's really no excuse to not be involved with something um I'm in one small, so I, ha I had to eliminate because I tend to get into a lot of things. And as Michael McLean says, swift sword some things. Look where you're going to get the benefit. So my advice is either a structured BNI. Um, that's what I did. That's where I met. That's how the, I know it costs a little bit, but if you're newer or you're newer to networking, knowing how the structure goes will free you later to maybe make a decision. On, some, on another one that you may want to be in. That was very, very helpful. And I really endorse, I'm on the board of directors at the Chamber of Commerce. They, our whole year is planned with networking um, events. And I will tell you, very few realtors go to them. Yep, sure. I'm usually the, I'm usually the only one. Um, so you, you know, realtor events are good, Willie, like what you said, learning people, it's especially fun if everybody else is drinking and you're not, because they'll just open up and talk about everything. Um, so mm -hmm. mix the realtor, mix the business. 
um, and and network with your friends. You know, a lot of your friends have groups. They have whether it's a Bible study or a book club. Ask what your friends are doing, um, because that's a, that's a way that you can get involved with you know with doing absolutely nothing with a hobby that you may have. Um, my fifth thing is consistent follow up. Um, so the, we learned a long time ago the fortunes in the follow up. You really many times we meet people and then we go on with our day and everything blows up and we have a hundred fires. I can hardly remember what I did at seven o'clock that morning or who I met at eight when I'm walking in at nine thirty. Um, so I carry around um, a one of my friends mentioned this to me a long time ago. She called it her brain. It's just a spiral notebook. And I keep it in my car and I'm like honor, honorable mentionables. Who did I meet today? Who do I want to um, add to my database? You always have to be doing that. And then the follow-up, put them in your CRM, get a personal note. Um, the two things that I have written down here specifically are from our you know, coaching time with Rick DeLuca, where I see people are very weak on is again, that next level attitude. Oh, that sale's done, now let me move on. That's, I think you said it, Willie, at the beginning, that's where your relationship begins. The before, they don't really know who you are. The during, they're getting to know you a little bit. And luckily, if we have a cash buyer, that's about four weeks. So what do they really know about Willie Miranda? You know, not much. Um, right. What do you really know about them? You took care of their real estate needs, but, I have two listings right now this year because of this plan. Um, I, you call them the day after, and I think you have this in your plan, Willie, but I'll mention it. It can go into any CRM. You call them one day after they're in the house, one week, one month, six months, one year, and then every year for the rest of their life. So I, as you mentioned, I've had top producer, which is a CRM, when I first got it, I'm like, what do they have this 10-year plan for? Like, what the heck is that? I've literally had people on three 10-year plans. So um, I did too good of a job. They're still in their house. But um, that, the one person I had, I called them six months, and they hated their house, and their life changed. So I just put it on the market and sold it again. So the, keep that follow-up listen to them so hopefully they're happy what do you call people say well, what do you call them for well you can just you know are they on your uh home bot system i have a referral directory so i have an online referral directory i usually say hey you know how's the house going they're always doing improvements can i recommend someone to you so that's really what you're you know offering up to them i don't know if you have anything else to say about yeah, that no, we the conversations we do the same thing do the same calls like you're going to call them if they want an updated home value if, if things have changed uh if they have any questions on what's going on in the current market you know everything you see in the paper now is all negative about real estate uh, i want you to feel good about your purchase or your home or your equity in your home uh, but you can go over a lot of different things right if they had a lot of improvements and maybe they need to do some refinancing or maybe they need some a loan modification depending on where the thing are but if you have a good relationship with them they're going to open up to you and tell you what their needs are but you're never gonna get that phone call just waiting for them to call you. You have to reach out to them. And a lot of times the phone call is a five minute phone call, just checking base, see how things are going, how's the family, uh, anything we can help you with. You know, new house went on the market in your neighborhood or something just closed, whatever opportunity you can to, to reach out to them uh, is so, so important. So whatever you wanna make that call be. But I would say on your annual call, that's usually like uh, an investor or like a financial planner for you, right? Like. What's your investments? How do they look? You know, what market you're in, what type of uh, rate of return are you looking at? We could do the same as real estate agents to let them know, hey, you bought your home last year, just to let you know the market's up 7%. And uh, there's a good possibility that if you if you were to sell right now, you have a lot more equity than you did a year ago when you bought it. So congratulations, right? It could go the other way too, right? Where you actually lost equity. Um, and those are not such great conversations to have, but it's a good check-in. Just want to let you know where you're at. You didn't do as bad as you you think. Um, so those are the type of conversations you have with them. But basically, they will do it for you when you call them. Uh, they're really, really good about um, 
you know, giving you what their what their needs are. Like you said, a vendor, they need a plumber, a roofer, something they thought they would do on their own that they're just like, there's no way I'm going to get to this. Uh, we can help them with that. Yeah, and 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 then you're going have that Ford, you know, in front of you. They may be talking, you know, it's a month in. You know, have you met your neighbors? You know, has anyone talked to you? You know about you know, and you're also following up. We'll get to the, another thing, but the testimonials and the reviews. There's so much to speak to them. But many people say to me, I don't know what to say, or I don't want to interrupt them by calling. No one is calling them. No one's calling them, and nobody's really mailing them. So that's what makes it so easy right now. Um, the next one I have is educational content. So this is number six, number six. Yes. Yep. Educational content, okay. Educational content, um, sharing information, uh, content about the real estate market, like you were just saying, Willie. So how do you, you wanna stay educated yourself. So I'm on a, there's never a day that goes by I don't learn something. And that's 30, as you said, 38 glorious years later. And my assistant said to me, why do you listen to anything? You know everything. And I said, you, you never know anything. You always get a little nugget. Um, but this is the time where you want to lean into your people. You know, when you're calling your, your top people, they are asking you about the market. You don't want to give generalized answers. You want to lean into the GCAR stats. Um, home improvement. We're always reading books. I know you give a, um, a recommendation every month for a book, um, business books. You want to be the go. I always say I want to be the go their go-to source for anything real estate. Matter of fact, my virtual business card says my real estate agent. They don't have to remember my name. Let me call my real estate agent. You know, and, and that's, you want to be there, be the market expert, um, and then I, I did comment on HomeBot again on that because that's educating them. If they want to know what the market's about, you know, you know what? I, if you haven't offered them already, let me share this with you. And that's another whole subject, but it's very easy and it's a value item. You want to always give them value. Um, I wrote down uh, so number um, seven. Willie, you're on, right? Yep. Tailor your clients' needs to remembering what their um, personalization is and their preferences. So many people, uh, agents want to communicate knowing their personalities. We've just started this great, um, like a disc test, but it's for our buyers and sellers and they take this little personality test. So we already know their profile. Anyone in real estate knows if you're dealing with a salesperson or an engineer, those are two different presentations. So knowing these things in advance, listening to them and being able to market to them and sell to them is very, very important and keep those notes. Um, it's it's actually helped us make, make many sales. Um, asking for referrals, reviews and testimonials. Again, that's another subject people say, oh geez, I, I don't wanna ask. You know, if you've done a good job, you've earned it. You know, and if you've asked them along the way, how am I doing, Will? You know, and at the end, all right, Will, we just had our daily on a scale of one to 10. You know, man, you knocked it out of the park, Vaughn. Would it be possible if, I, if you could take a couple minutes, get that review, my advice on that, that review up front. So, sorry. When I started, um, there were no such things as um, online reviews. Now, everywhere I go, no matter what business, even when I go to my clients and I get the listing, I ask them, oh, um, oh, do you already have a painter? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I chose this one uh, because he had uh, 50 reviews. This other one that was recommended to me, and they've been in the business 30 years, but I couldn't even find a website on them. So a lot of agents say, I do my business by referral. That's fine, but if you are a secret agent, even if someone wants to refer you, that person is gonna go and check you out. So, um, and I hope that makes sense. That's a big thing right now. You're losing business without even, you know, without even knowing it. Yeah, it could go the other way too, right? So for those of you that, you know, if you don't provide good service and you do something where 
whatever, you might get upset at something or I have some people like, you know, I was just talking to someone about keeping their, sometimes you got to have that emotional intelligence, right? To bite your tongue a little bit. And there's sometimes, you know, agents get a lot of hot-headed, and you may not be, you might be upset or you might catch a client that you caught them on a bad day and it has nothing to do with what you did, but because they're having a bad day and now you're telling them that their uh, closing got delayed by 10 days that had nothing to do with you. Um, they might snap at you. And if they snap at you, how are you going to react to that? And if you react in a negative way and then they get upset, they put a review online on you uh, because of it. You can't get that off. It's there. It's permanent. And that one bad review could cost you hundreds of thousands over life, you know, over, over your career. Um, so it's very important to make sure that you're getting those positive reviews. And let's, you know, let's face it. You, you may get a bad review. I know we have bad reviews. Everyone has bad reviews from time to time. Um, what combats that the best? is more reviews right just putting more positive reviews uh, that are going to be on there to bury it uh but you're right though I, I i think that um so many people now no matter where you go a restaurant or anything they're always looking at those reviews so if you're not doing reviews uh going into 2024 i would highly recommend get on a campaign or get on a process and have a system uh, for getting those reviews and they don't have to be even clients that you did business with right you can get google reviews from people that uh you know, may have just you shown houses to or friends and family members that can give you some positive reviews of, of working with you at a, whatever capacity. But get reviews and make sure you get a lot of them. A lot Absolutely. of them. Absolutely. Um, the preferred, and again on education, I was on a webinar and it said two important things get the Google reviews because of what you just said, but uh, also, you know, who knows where Zillow is going to be or what they're going to control you know, or who knows what Google is going to control, but most people say when they're looking for a real, anyone, any type of, they, they Google you first. So that's yeah. uh, that's great. And it's evidence of success from a third party. The days of, yeah, you could put your billboards out and say you're number one and everybody's doing that. But when you have someone and they could read a story, it means a lot. All right. Uh, hosting client, what number do you have there, Willie? Nine? I think you're on number nine. Yeah. Yep. Host client events or work and or workshops. Um, organize seminars, webinars, workshops on well on relevant real estate topics. You want to position yourself as the resource in the industry. So I'll give you. Um, um, I used to do buyer seminars at Capital because I sold a client a home there, and then he put me in front of a room of 30, 40 other engineers. Well, I think Pat, my office, sold about 19 of them in that year. So one event um, to get yourself, and I know you have all of these materials. So doing those, and if you are a little shy, you can do them on Zoom to a smaller group. And I know some people are posting those on social media. At least get your name out there, and then you could get people, you know, getting in touch with you on social media. But face-to-faces, I've, I've done so many, and each one has been you're, you're talked to for hours later, right? People want yeah. to be able to talk. And then on a personal level, the client events, uh, you know, we do the pie party. So I mentioned that one. Um, <clears throat> huge thing on these events where people get stuck. Only I got stuck too. I didn't have any money and I hardly had any clients. <laughs> so why would I do a client event? I don't even have anything to give them. Um, so we sort of blow things up in our head and one of my um, one of my co-associates had done one. She literally had, it was Carol Dunn, she had six people at a breakfast. The lender did the breakfast buffet, I think it was 80 bucks. She showed up and they did that monthly. So it doesn't matter the quantity, it's the quality. If you had five people or four people in the room that you're sitting there talking to them, uh, whether it's your past clients or even vendors or people you want to be clients, just do it so you get in the habit of doing that and you'll see huge results. And then last but not least these days is utilizing social media. Now, that doesn't mean, um, so I showed Trish my ticker earlier. I have a little clock, a little timer. I time myself on everything. Um, I really don't love getting on social media, but um, I know you have to. And what I do with it is very intentional. 
and I don't know if you do this, Willie, but um, I look at, I have my top 150 people. That's my top gold list. And I'm friends with them all. They're on my McCurdy page, but they're also my friends. I let them in my life and they're, they like my life better than they like my business. But that's where those referrals come from. And I get, I set up 10 a day and it'll show me if any of them posted on anything. That took probably a couple hours to set up, but they love you engaging in their lives, commenting on something. I've, you know, I've seen job, uh, you know, job posts. I've congratulated them with a personal note. note. Um, they just love it. And so these are just some of the strategies. Um, it, I'm all about the way I do business is always strengthening their relationships and and, and that's why I'm still in this business. If I had to look at a phone book or knock on doors every day, I would have been gone a long time ago. Yeah, exactly. Well, and it, and it comes back to what we talked about before. If you don't have a database that you're consistently reaching out to and doing the things that Don just went over, you don't have a business. Simple as that. And you know, you mentioned seminars and events. Um, you can, right? You could record, you could even just record something like this on Zoom um, and get a lender, get an attorney, Get a home inspector and yourself. You have a four-way window here, and you introduce, you know, you just introduce the concept of what you're going to talk about, and then have them talk for five minutes each. Record it, upload it to YouTube, and then send it out to the masses. Put it on social media, put it out to all your people that you know, and you be you're now perceived as that expert, you're that authority, that celebrity, because you're providing with all great information, and you're putting it out there. Uh, and it works while you're sleeping, right? It's going 24-7. Well, the other um, thing, Willie, on that, the, 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 the other, so all of these things that we started with and that yep. work all have legs, right? So we did that. There was no social media. Now you can right. take that video, you can post it. But what's, what's, what, what I've gained a lot of referrals from is then those vendors posted on their sites, and then I'm tagged in that. So you could do one thing you said, but the key in this, and you're, I know you're doing some business planning and you can get overwhelmed is a lot of mine has a lot of the same theme. Uh, and I'm happy to talk to anyone, any way that I can help. Um, I use uh, follow up boss as a system. Um, and that keeps, I've mentioned keeping track of everything. It, that becomes my online brain. My notebook is my in-person brain, but don't depend on your own brain. If you if you ever think you're going to remember something, I mean, I have birthdays, anniversaries, house anniversaries. These are all things that are going to be, when I say deep in your relationship, um, that are going to be important. Don, great stuff. Um, you know, there's some agents that have just gotten a business over the last three or four years, which really, with everything that's happened and you know, the market that we've had over the last 10 years have been really crazy. They have never seen this type of adjustment. Uh, for a new agent coming in in the business, what would you recommend or what type of advice would you give them for, you know, coming out of the gate or, you know, even, even an experienced agent that's been on for a couple of years that feels they're at a loss right now uh, with, with what's going on, you know, with some of the adjustments that's happening in the marketplace. What advice would you give them uh, to get going in, you know, in, in their business right now? So newer agents, um, and, and you know, new, newer Willie in our business is under five years, nice. uh, is really, this sounds very boring, but keep all the license requirements and learning and education a priority as we see what's going on right now. Um, if you cross the lines on anything, your, li your license is gone, right? So really being in your compliance. Um, so that's one, do effective self-marketing, you know, be in your community. I think your agent, Brenda, you know, and Christine, they just do such an amazing job. If you think of Scotia Glenville, you think of Brenda. If you think of Schenectady Anywhere, you think of Christine, you know, yeah. lean into, you know, platforms, get out there in the community and you know, build your brand of who you are and your mission statement because it does follow. So my mission statement has always been 
um, making a difference in the lives of others. That sort of carries through for your life. And so just think about that, work with you on that, um, and that attracts clients. And really what I've seen kill most agents um, is not tracking your expenses and time management. Um, most agents get out of the business in a year. They have no idea what taxes are, how much they are, or how they need to plan. So tracking that and then putting um, a budget together and then uh, you know working within your time management to fill in the things you put in your business plan and put it in a calendar like I have. I've had one of these things up every year and it just keeps you on track. All right, good stuff. I'm gonna to switch to uh, questions now. Uh, questions for anyone that's on this call right now. If you wanna go ahead and type up your question in the chat uh, for Don or myself, uh, now would be a great time to do that. I do have one question on here, which I think you answered, Don, but uh, they said, what CRM are you currently using? You know, and you mentioned Follow-Up Boss as one that you're using, but I know there's some other ones that are out there and maybe for a new agent, maybe Follow-Up Boss, maybe the cost or maybe the, you know, all the bells and whistle that it has might not be for them, but what would you recommend uh, for CRM for someone newer or someone that's more experienced with a lot more follow-ups and things that they need that for? So um, I would recommend for the price of the Buffini 100, the, the you know, Brian Buffini. Um, oh, referral maker. Referral, referral maker. maker, yep. And, um, and the reason being, I think it's $50 a month, but it has everything you need in it for your first year, everything. The training and the materials. And it really, um, how I just said, keep notes, qualify your people. Your first year, um, you know, you and I used it, Willie, for years and years and years. Yeah. So that's what I would recommend. All right, Bob, sit on here. What are your other lead pillars? So what are your top three pillars, lead generation pillars specifically? It, mine are repeat and referral, I and I only have really three. Um, networking, um, I'm big in the chamber, um, I do volunteer work, and so networking, repeat and referral, and I'm a contributor, I do use social media with my database and uh, promotions. Okay, Kim asks, what did Dawn say she uses to get notified when people post online? So it must be when they post anything about Dawn McCurdy. Uh, no, when, when you set people up in groups in Facebook, I will get notice if they make a post on their uh, personal page. Right, so in Facebook, you could set up a friends group. And that group is only for the people that you select. So Dawn has 150 people in that group. And anytime they post something, she gets a notification of yes. that. But you can go to Google, and there is, because I know Brian has it. I don't have it on my uh, notifications. But anytime someone types in or, or posts about Miranda Real Estate Group or Willie Miranda or Brian Miranda, he gets a notification somehow from Google uh, that sends him. So that if we're in an article for the business review or you know, if Brian's in a, uh, you know, a police blog or something for driving too fast or something, uh, it'll come up uh, on those blogs on Google. But um, so you could definitely get that. So you just have to maybe do a little bit uh, more research on that to find out what that is. All right. Um, all right. Well, the last question I always ask, this is the crystal ball question. You know, over the next 10 or 15 years, where do you see the real estate market going, Don? Um, my real estate market or the real estate market in general the real estate market as well uh, uh, well my crystal ball is it's still all always has always will be about relationships more so than ever and people are going to need to lean into the experienced agent that has answers solutions and are going to be their one stop people want to do nothing they want and they're going to be willing to pay for it there's a little i see the discounting broker actually last we're going to be going back to when when i used to take listings we would take them for a year people would have a baby before i sold them a house they get married and have a baby and then i would have their household um so timing is going to be and that and that was a positive because i got to be a part of their family so 
the real there's going to be many agents i feel getting out of the business because they don't really understand all that uh, but this is an opportunity uh for those the top you know you always say right really the 80 80 20 the top 20 yep. percent to be doing probably 80 percent of the business and obviously we know rates are dropping um i think this year ahead i try to look you know in the year what's in front of me and i'm setting up for my business and I would recommend that for anyone to be primarily listings. However, um, there will be a lot more buyers coming out of the woodwork. They already are to take advantage of uh, the rates. And um, so I think it's going to be a healthy market for us in the next year or so. And then after the election, we'll see where things go. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And uh, Brian Maffini says it all the time, right? We're in a pros market professional market and that's what people are going to lean into experience professionalism uh and it's not going to be an amateur market it's not going to be a part-time market it's going to be a, a full-time um you know pros market where they're going to be leaning on people that have the experience have the education uh that are coming on calls like this and learning different ways to better service their clients uh and that's you know where it's going to go but i do remember you're right don i do remember expire listings after one year and property sitting on the market yeah. it wasn't because of our marketing it wasn't because of uh the home itself it just that's just the way the market is and you're going to see part of that coming back uh where more inventory is going to start coming back things are going to sit longer we're already seeing it in florida and other parts of the country it will be here eventually so uh and i think yeah, it's a good thing it's a good thing. On that willie because i think it's important people that don't have coi and we and we're not talking about here the other pillars that you give, you know, to um, you just mentioned expired physicals. Those are all going to be things that are happening. Zillow leads, online leads, those are all the way to open up doors. That right. that should be a pillar for any agent, you know, that isn't doesn't already have years and years of people to call on. But what happens is you treat them like we just said, and then they become. So Pat Devaney, when I first met with them, we were selling on those first calendars. He goes, geez, Dawn, should I send it to my aunt in, uh, um, I don't know, she lives in another state. And I said, absolutely. That year, because we used to do a tree of where all of our referrals came from, mm -hmm. she's the one, so the answer was yes, she got the 20 cent calendar. Um, he sold 19 houses that year stemming from her. Her, it was her son that was at Capel who got us the agreements. So, yes, yeah. it starts yeah. with someone you don't know, but it can build. Yep. Awesome. Well, Don, thank you so much. I really appreciate yeah. it. And uh, I know I'm going to bring Trish on. We have a uh, special offer that we're going to be giving you guys here that we just uh, actually a product that we just came out with that we want to share with you guys. And um, Trish, if you put your camera on and I'll switch uh, presenter mode over to you because I know you have the screen. Um, yes. But this is something that um, uh, Trish and I put together, and we want to make we made it available to our coaching members and obviously to our agents here uh, at Miranda Real Estate Group. But um, we had a lot of people wanting information, like they wanted more, you know, going into 2024, they wanted to have um, some more information on uh, marketing. They wanted to have some different things and designs, you know, rebranding themselves. They wanted information on. Uh, you know, a better buyer presentation, listing presentation. Um, so, you know, we got together and, and, and put together a little offer here that we want to share with you guys. Uh, it's our swipe file. And in this swipe file, you'll see that um, uh, it's really just a lot of the things that we do here at Miranda Real Estate Group, a lot of things that we've built over time, uh, a lot of marketing, a lot of uh, just a lot of things, even, you know, Don and I were talking about uh, postcards and newsletters and different ways to stay communicated with your database and really build a true business, right? That's what we're looking to do from A to Z, right? We want you to know how to lead generate. We want you to know how to convert that business to uh, into appointments. And then from those appointments, we want to convert into clients. And then from clients, we want to get a sold uh, sale, right? Both on the buyer list side. And then we want to treat that person uh, and be uh, in their lives and, and be in front of them um, for their whole life, right? How do you do that to get more repeat and pro business? So uh, we put this swipe file together and uh, Trish, maybe go over some of the contents of what we have 
uh, in this file. Yes. Can you see this okay, Willie? Yes. Okay, so I'm really excited about it because we, we spent a lot of time working on this and coming up with some of the information that we use here at Miranda all the time. Um, but in it is our blue box, um, and I have a copy right here. So um, in it is actually a physical hardcover. Um, this one is actually in the color black right now just because they had run out of the blue. Um, but inside of this, we have our, um, let's see here, we have our home seller guide. We have our meet the group packet. We've got our relocation packet, um, what our clients are saying about us, our biographies. Um, we have our brochure in here. Got it right here that we use. Um, we have our home seller book, which is awesome that you have, and also a business card in here. So that's one thing that you'd be receiving in the swipe value. You'd be getting the entire package of that. Um, you would also be getting a Dropbox link with all of these items as well. But um, it takes you through the 14-step listing process, uh, seller packets that we provide to our agents when they join Miranda Real Estate Group, our listing presentation, um, our seller checklist that we've gone over. You would be getting a physical copy of that. That's helped us um, really increase our raving fan service that we provide to our clients. Um, leave behind flyers, uh, social media posts that we've done, even just listed video scripts. Um, if you are looking to do um, a video on a new listing that you have, the buyer presentation, uh, the buyer profile sheet that we actually use when we sit down with our buyers and they're letting us know the criteria that they're looking for, um, our buyer checklist, agent buyer packets, same thing as the seller ones that uh, agents get when they come on board with Miranda, uh, examples of buyer thank you notes and seller thank you notes. Um, this has been huge though, the, the farming coming up. You've been doing a lot of presentations to different brokerages, different agents in our local area market and You've been talking about the importance of actually using um, geographic farming to get more listings. So we actually broke it down. We added the presentation that you went over. We talked about marketing templates that you use for your specific farm and also directions that um, really take you through uh, step one all the way to mailing it out using different websites uh, like itidirectmail.net, Quantum Digital. Um, and then we kind of close it out with some samples of closing gifts, where we get them from, what vendors we use, and then the client close plan. So it's it's been a labor of love for us, but I think it's just so so great. Like there's so much information and so much value just in this one swipe file. Yeah, so we we put you know together all the different information, all the time and effort, and all the marketing that we have behind it, and there's thousands and thousands of dollars uh, mm -hmm. of value uh, that's wrapped up in here. Uh, but I think on the next slide, Trish, we actually put a special offer for those of you that are, have attended the masterclass. Uh, you know, we're, we're on the road. We've done this before where we sold this same product for about 1997. Mm -hmm. A lot of our coaching members and different uh, conferences that I've been at. Uh, but for anyone on this masterclass, uh, that's not local. Uh, it's 997. Mm -hmm. What I mean by that, this is a national call, right? So a lot of you guys are on this call are uh, national throughout the whole country and in Canada. Um, so you guys have access to it. If you're here in a local market though, and you're you know, in uh, the Chicar area or in the capital district, unfortunately we can't sell this packet to you because um, you know, we're competitors. We can't have you sending out the same stuff uh, to our clients and our local prospects uh, that we're sending out. Uh, it's only for the Miranda agents, uh, but for coaching members and other agents around the country, uh, this is available to you. Uh, not only do you get this with the Dropbox link and you actually get all the material in the hard copy of our blue box and the market material that would come with that, uh, you also get a 12-month guarantee. So in other words, at $9.97, try it, get the information, try it for a year. Uh, if after 12 months you still feel you couldn't uh, get 10 times return on, on that money, uh, then just let us know. We'll refund your money. Like It's not about the money here. It's about paying it forward and giving you guys access to information to make it easier to help you guys grow your business. So that 997, um, again, a 12 month guarantee, uh, you can't beat it. And then on top of that, I'll give you a 30 minute strategy call uh, with me sometime in January, just to go over your business. Uh, we could talk about, you know, you know, things that you're planning to do or implementing or want to execute where we can actually have a 30 minute coaching call. Uh, that value, I mean, I, I, I have agents that pay me a thousand dollars a month uh, for coaching for an hour. So um, I think it's a great value for 997. So uh, we're making that an offer to you today. 
And uh, if you guys are interested, um, next screen, I believe, uh, Trish, you have your contact information. You can give Trish yeah. a call uh, at this number, uh, or you can email her directly, and she'll you know let you know what needs to be done so we can get that shipped out to you uh, ASAP so that you can start working on your 2024 planning and start rebranding yourself. Like I said, get your uh, all your stuff in order so that you can uh, get those clients through prospecting. You can present to them much better. Uh, and then also be able to close them, give them greater service and continue to get that repeat and referral business. So uh, anything you want to add on that, Trish? Oh, I just, I know, you know, when you and I were talking about putting this together and doing it, it just, it seems like a no brainer to me. I know I'm not actively like um, I am licensed and I'm an agent and I help you and assist you. But if I was really actively going out there and trying to, you know, make 2024 my best year, I would definitely want to get this. 